Hey, Lexis, what do you get when you put two Gen Zers in a room? I don't know. What do you get, Michaela? Exactly. But we'll find out together. Hit the track. You're listening to the Brave Girls Podcast. Welcome back, Brave Girls. Thank you so much for tuning in with us this morning. I am your co-host, Alexis Rojas. And I'm Michaela Numhard, your other co-host. Woohoo! Yes. Oh my God, guys. So this week we have a good idea to talk about Mm -hmm. imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. So after we had our last episode on purpose, we thought this was a great idea. But beforehand, I want to ask Michaela, girl, how was your morning? How was your day so far? Girl, I'm doing okay. You know, like I've just been doing like a lot of work stuff with like the family company and whatnot. And like I there's news about like Ontario, like that's where I'm from, um, starting to open up again because like before everything was like closed down you could not buy like a pair of pants or socks or underwear like you couldn't like like, they locked off everything it was crazy so now they're starting to relax a little bit and now we we may be able to eat inside so that's good (gasps) oh my god i'm pretty sure you're so excited for that i am i'm like doors opening right i just miss the experience like even being able to go to the movie theater so that's gonna be cool. Oh my god! Yes, be cool, I think my heart literally warmed up once the movie theaters were open. Yeah. I was so happy when I I got to see the other day Corella. It oh, was such really? a good movie. <gasps> In so theaters? great. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, duck. All we have is on Disney Plus here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man hey you know what though that's gonna work for right now but girl trust, right. just wait a couple more weeks you'll get there you are absolutely right It'll open up yeah but what about you yeah. like what, what did you do this like week well yeah. girl this morning mm. i was so happy just the little things you guys i ate some lucky charms yes. i had these lucky charms for a good minute <laughs> so for some reason like i felt like a kid again like it was yeah. just really good i had a great morning i'm visiting some family friends so they have That's actually good. like a one-year-old and she is the cutest little thing her oh. name's little baby charlotte. charlotte and she is so adorable oh, yeah so i've so had a great couple days that's good. Um, and I'm super excited to get into this episode. Yeah. So the reason why we thought this was um, good after we figured out our purpose in life is that we may get to the point where you may start doubting yourself because of certain things. Mm-hmm. We want to tell you that the thing um, has a name and it's imposter syndrome. You know, I yeah. think I remember when I first heard this, it was not that long ago. Yeah. Um, and I used to hear this all the time and I'm like, okay, okay, this makes sense. Cause I started like, you know, reading about it and I'm like, wow, like it's a lot of self-doubt. And especially I think mm-hmm. after you find your purpose, maybe in life, you kind of start to doubt your own abilities or maybe yeah. doubt yourself. And actually Michaela is about to explain to you guys like the actual definition of what imposter syndrome is. And I'll give it to you, Michaela. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if you guys don't know what imposter syndrome is, The definition of it is actually the collection of feelings of inadequacy that persists despite evident success. Imposters suffer from chronic self-doubt and a sense of intellectual fraudulence that override any feelings of success or external proof of their competence. And so basically like what that means is that imposter syndrome to us is like when we start to like second guess ourselves, when we start to doubt ourselves or when we become super self-critical 
and we make these remarks about us not being good enough for something or not being um you know like we don't deserve this kind of position in life you know like so that could be like um even getting a mark on a test you're like oh no i don't deserve this like i i think i think i should have done better you know or um mm. or i'm in a position at a job and i'm like no i don't deserve this everyone else is better than me like i shouldn't be here kind of thing so that is that imposter syndrome that's the actual term for it so mm. like alexis like have you ever experienced imposter syndrome yourself oh my gosh 100 percent, girl mm. yes mm. um i actually still feel it to this day i remember when i got offered this opportunity to be on this podcast I kept asking myself if I even was qualified for this position. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many people out there with better social skills, more engaging. And I kept on asking myself, like, what did I have to offer? But in reality, those thoughts really distorted my reality, you know, and I was so self-consumed by my own thoughts for a second and didn't let me see the bigger picture um by simply using my voice to help others in similar situations I've been through and by saying yes even though I may have those negative thoughts and it has taken me to a place of growth even though there may be many times where I doubt my ability abilities so I think even saying yes maybe to a position where you may feel like oh man like I'm not good enough for this and this Mm -hmm. it really it's it really grows you like you grow as a person and you may think like, oh, I don't deserve to be here. Like, girl, those are lies. Those are lies. lies. You, know you I mean? better like, say it, girl. You have to just like, I know it's really hard, but you just have to ignore, you know, those thoughts sometimes. And um, and it's hard, but trust me, it's it's possible. Yeah. What about you, Michaela? Have you ever felt girl, um, the imposter syndrome before? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's such a sucky feeling. You know, mm-hmm. I, for one, like cannot stand it at all because I truly believe like for me, like I remember th- I was in a uh, certain position, right? I can't remember what it was, but I was supposed to take charge in something. But then I thought I wasn't good enough and I thought people around me were doing way better. And I was like, yo, I don't deserve to be here right now. And I became really self-critical. Like every time I made a mistake, I took it really hard. And like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, like, people are gonna think that i'm just like a fraud like i don't belong here like they're gonna know that i <laughs> i suck right but i i realized that everyone makes mistakes too right we're, we're all mm-hmm. human right and that's where we start like you know people start comparing themselves to other people and that's kind of like where i think for me my imposter syndrome kind of stems from and yeah. trying to attain some type of perfection but yeah so yeah, I have. I think everyone has like at least once in their lives, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I agree with that. I think, you know, we are still going through it today. Mm-hmm. And um, but did you guys listeners out there? Do you know there's different types of imposter syndromes? Yeah. So um, listen and figure out. Maybe we're gonna describe like five yeah. guys, and I'm really excited for this because I was learning this as well. I had no idea. Right. And maybe as you hear this, you could fit or fit into one of these categories. So listen up, I'll give it to Michaela. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so you guys know that I've already mentioned perfectionism, like being perfect, trying to attain that perfection. So usually when um, we think of imposter syndrome, we think it has something to do with like having low self-esteem or like low self-confidence. However, sometimes imposter syndrome comes from perfectionism. So perfectionism Mm -hmm. is like when we set 
like very high goals. Like people set very high goals for themselves and sometimes and they sometimes fail to reach it, you know? And they experience like this major self-doubt and they worry they won't be able to measure up to the goals that they set for themselves later on in life. And like that is so devastating because it's like a constant cycle we're always in. I for one, I know for sure that I fit into this category. Oh my gosh. We <laughs> perfectionists have a problem with letting things go, okay? And we always think that we can do better and that like people may go, like say like, oh, well, you know, you did a good job. Like you could like it was really good. And I'll be like, no, no, I didn't. Like I'm just like hard on myself. I'm like, no, I didn't. I could have done better. I could have done this, you know. And they're like, well, I, yeah, it's fine. But you did a great job. I'm like, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a horrible feeling. And um, and we think that for some people, they think, oh, you know what? That was great. Right. But to us perfectionists were like no it's not it's never good enough right mm -hmm. and it, it's sad right but um these are coming up thoughts that we go through and as perfectionists we start to doubt ourselves no matter how successful we are or we become because we always think we don't deserve it but in when we like but in reality like we do deserve it and we are good enough we just have to be willing to open ourselves up to not always having to be perfect all the time and acknowledge that we all make mistakes. And but when we do this, when we can actually acknowledge that, that, you know, OK, everyone makes mistakes, not everyone's perfect. We'll actually like move forward and, and it'll improve our just like our value. We'll be like, yeah, you know what? Everyone makes mistakes. We're OK. We can just move on, you know. So until we get there. <laughs> perfection is like just keep striving forward and keep moving forward because that's it's it's a it's a cycle it's a journey all right everyone is on this path and like i'm on this path with you so don't even worry about it but yeah yeah honestly mm -hmm. i girl i'm so i'm sorry to interrupt you but no, i was gonna say worry. i completely relate right? exactly what you said i think um we're talking about it too i think we just tend to nitpick every single thing yeah. you know maybe um you're doing work or like oh I shouldn't have said that or I should have said this like oh my god my voice kind of girl played, crack you know? a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? whatever the case may be you know so mm -hmm. you start to just nitpick every single thing yeah but it's true it's so hard especially if you're perfectionist or something or you really want to make sure you do things well right um to let it go you know or yeah. just be gentle to yourself and be like you know what next time I'm gonna try to do this or this or that instead right. of being super harsh on yourself and like no that was horrible exactly. this and this and just beating yourself up up for it right. in reality and it's hard though it I is completely hard. relate to Michaela, exactly what she said it's a journey sis for yeah real. and there's so the number two guys it's called the superwoman slash man so this phenomenon happens when a person is convinced that they are a phony and become a workaholic they're actually addicted to the validation they get from their job not from the work they do this is just a facade to hide their insecurities but the work overload can be detrimental to their mental health and relationships with other people and you may ask yourself like, wait, does this apply to me? Yes or no? Maybe so. I'm going to ask you guys some questions and maybe you can relate. Question number one, do you stay later at the office than, rest, than the rest of your team even past the point that you've completed that day's necessi necessary work? Sorry, y'all. <laughs> no, it's good. 
The second question, do you get stressed when you're not working and find downtime completely wasteful? The third question, have you ever left your hobbies and passions fall by the wayside, sacrificed to work? And the last question, do you feel like you haven't truly earned your title despite numerous degrees and achievements, so you feel pressured to work harder and longer than those around you to prove your worth? So those are a couple, yeah, a couple of factors that you could put into consideration and be like, wait, do I fit into this category? But yeah, guys, think it through. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but Mm. keep it in mind. That's really good. Oh my, the superwoman, superman. That, you know what? And honestly, that's like the first time I've heard that. Like now that kind of makes sense. Like looking back at like, not just me, but I know like people that were kind of like that. They're like, no, I have to, I have to do more after you know overdo it kind of thing at work and i'm like bro just chill <laughs> it's literally like a part-time job you're okay <laughs> you can go home yeah right but i, I know people like that and it, yeah so when people don't do that that's like a, a form of imposter syndrome that's so interesting that is so interesting yeah. wow okay we have another one for y'all so this one is called the natural genius okay so basically um, means what it like actual says like what it says like the title of it so a natural genius are these certain types of people that believe that they need to be a natural genius when it comes to certain skills or tasks to feel validated they judge themselves on their competence to understand something quickly and with ease so that they're able to master it faster and better than others however If a skill takes them longer to acquire and learn, they start to feel shameful because they usually tend to become masters at things more quickly than like other people and before, you know? And so these imposters tend to set the bar extremely high for themselves, just like perfectionists. However, they don't just judge themselves off of high expectations, but on if they can get or understand something on the very first try. Which, if you think about it, it rarely ever happens. So these people basically set themselves up for failure before they even start. So anyone listening that suffers from this imposter syndrome, I just want you to know you won't always get it on the first try. And that's okay. Not everything will come easy to you right away. So some things take time. And some things are just like a learned skill that you just have to keep practicing. Um, just because you don't get it on the first try it doesn't mean that you're a failure it does not make you a failure and it doesn't mean that you're a failure so i'm gonna ask you guys some questions as well like do you think that you're a natural genius okay so here's one question have you ever had a track record of how many a's you've gotten when you were younger okay answer that truthfully to yourself two are you used to excelling without putting a lot of effort into your work that's a good question, right? Another question is, were you told as a kid you were the smart one in your family or peer group? Ooh, I just can tell. They're, they're, I know some people are just like breathing. They're like, oh my gosh, I, I, I know those ones. That was me. <laughs> and lastly, the last question here is, do you often avoid challenges because it's so uncomfortable to try something that you're not great at? Mm-hmm. Hey, if you answered yes to any one of these questions, then you may be considered a natural genius. I'm sorry. It's okay. Because we all go through this, right? This is a journey. This is a journey. But I'm happy that you know what it is. And there's actually a term for it. So I want you to know that it's okay to not always be 
like first for everything and you don't get it right away and have it all down to a T at the end of the day. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Things require patience and practice. So don't beat yourself up if you don't get it on the first try. All right. I just want you guys to remember that. Thank you. <laughs> like, yeah. That was good. Yeah. Super good. Right? I was like, listening to you, girl, and I was like, wait, wait a second. Do I got it? <laughs> do, I, do, do I face that? Uh, no. Yeah. It's just like, this, I mean, this is so interesting because I've never, yeah. I've heard of imposter syndrome, but I had no idea that there are just like five, you know, different types. Right? So Holy. yeah, it's, it's absolutely, absolutely crazy. So guys, the fourth one, it's called the soloist. Mm. So this one is people who suffer with this feel as if they ask for help, they'll reveal their phoniness. Mm. It's great to be independent, but denying assistance to determine your worth will keep you stuck, allowing no room for growth. Asking for help shouldn't come with shame, but to have a better understanding of how to do a certain activity or learn more about a certain subject. Um, yeah, I think this one was, I think this one kind of like got to me because I was like, oh, dang, oh, dang, because I kind <laughs> of like sometimes I think I overpride myself with independence and I'm just yeah. like, oh, I'm just like really independent. And I remember more to, in high school, I used to say that all the time yeah. and like, oh, no, like I don't need anyone like this and this. But in reality, right. I feel like that's kind of like low key, like a trauma response, you know, like <laughs> it is. that's kind of like, you know, like, oh, no, like I don't need anyone, you know, I don't need anybody. it's cra crazy to think about right. it. Um but in reality, it does stunt your growth. Mm. It really does. And if you don't know something, I remember, I mean, I'm pretty like, I'm a more introverted person in high school. I was extremely, extremely shy. Mm -hmm. So it was so hard for me to ask anyone for help. And um, I think that's something that I struggled with. And I realized, you know what, it doesn't make you, you shouldn't feel shame for like less than if you do ask for help, you know, right. it doesn't make you like, oh man, like, you're worse than everyone else no it's just you simply don't know about a subject or maybe activity and you shouldn't feel bad about it right and I've learned that you know these last couple like two three years and girl it has Oof. helped me a lot yes um but maybe you still don't know if you fit in this category so I'll ask you as well some like three questions uh do you feel do you firmly feel that you need to accomplish things on your own the second question. I don't need anyone's help. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? <laughs> uh, do you frame requests in terms of requirements of the project rather than your needs as a person? So yeah, guys, keep this in thought. <laughs> keep this in mind. Um, maybe you have said some of these things. Uh, if you have, girl, I'm right with. I'm right there with you. Right. <laughs> No, I'm not even lying. Like ex what you just said, like I fit into that category too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm an independent woman. Like Destiny's yeah. Child said it, you know, I'm a latest. If you feel me, <laughs> I'm an independent woman, you know? And so like I, when it comes to asking people for help, I'm like, I just don't want to, I want to do it by myself, you mm -hmm. know? And I don't know, for some reason, like there's this thing in my head, I have to work on it, of course, but it's like, if someone helps me, I'm like, oh gosh, and now I owe them, <laughs> you know? Like, And it's like, no, that's yeah. not how it works. Some people just want to help because they like exactly. to help, you know? You know, like the Enneagrams too? There's like that help yes. or Enneagram. I can't, I think it's like number two or something. Anyway, yeah, I've but one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, when people want to help, I'm like, no, it's okay. I got it. Leave me alone. Mm. <laughs> but no, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's so bad, but honestly, like, it's okay for people to help you. You know, mm. and for me, I think that stems from also trying to be in control of things, 
you know like yeah. i i like to have control it's so bad i'm such a control freak i'm, I'm starting to let things go though so the, the guys this is a journey okay yes. <laughs> michaela is on a journey. journey right True. i'm still learning i'm still growing so but at least i know where it stems from so that's good so another example of an imposter syndrome is called the expert so now this is another group of people that could be referred to as experts because they measure their competence based on what and how much they know or can do their form of imposter syndrome is that they believe that they will never know enough and they fear that they may be exposed as being a person who is inexperienced or unknowledgeable with whatever they are doing so people like this may tend to shy away from applying to job postings unless you meet every single educational requirement. Anybody out there feel that? Because I for sure have that. I'll be like looking at a job. I'm like, ooh, I can't fit that because they're asking for this and that. I'm like, mm, let me not do that. But no, honestly, it's okay to apply. You could just apply whatever, right? You can apply wherever you want. Um, another thing is that <laughs> experts constantly seek out training or certification um, because they think they need to improve their skills in order to succeed. Okay. And experts, sometimes they also feel like they've, uh, been in a role or position for a long time. They may still feel like they don't know enough being in that position or in that role. And they're just like, mm, I don't think I know enough to still be in this position. And then they start to think and have that self doubt and they're like I don't think I deserve to be here and that's where it kind of leads to you know so I just want you all to know that yes it's true that there's always more to learn and that we're all students at this thing called life you know everyone hears that but however <laughs> you gotta try practicing when you actually need it instead of hoarding knowledge for false comfort so Ooh. yeah when you bulk up so much information you're like i'm like oh i gotta study this i gotta study that just to get that one job like that is actually a form of procrastination because you're trying to hold yourself off of just doing it you know so it's okay if you don't have hit all the requirements sometimes you're, it's okay to just jump just leap leap of faith that's what it's called you leap into that kind of a role or that position so yeah don't ever feel like you're not enough or you're not good enough because you don't have this and that you don't have a master's you don't have a college degree it doesn't matter like just do it just apply yourself you know and leap that's all i can say about that <laughs> thank you girl thank you so much for sharing that yes. i loved love that i'm it's funny every single category i'm like maybe this maybe that right i think sometimes maybe we may have a little bit of all five who knows i know, I know. That <laughs> a little this and that yeah <laughs> um guys so we're gonna do a segment called what is up with that mm -hmm. which is challenging societal norms and wrong thinking yes so what's up with that guys it's okay if you feel these feelings sometimes or relate to any of these five imposter syndromes we explained above. But the reality is that you're meant to be in the position you're at in this given moment. You are worthy to be there. Fight those negative thoughts because they are far from the truth. Mm -hmm. And that's on period. And that's on period. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But no, honestly, go like, listen to that. Like everyone listen to what Alexa said. Like that is so true. It's so impactful because the thing is not, everyone's gonna get it right away you know and to have those thoughts it's normal 
it is absolutely normal because mm-hmm. people we all we're just human right yeah. we all think like that but to not hold on to that because that's not who you are you know you're meant to be where you're meant to be and i love what you said alexis that was so good thank you oh man guys that's the end of the episode and we just want to say thank you so much to our listeners around the world literally around the world like we have so many people listening to us it's so amazing and i just want to say thank you so much for listening we love you guys and i'm so happy that you got to hear our episode about imposter syndrome and i want you to take it uh, write notes and everything that you we talked about you guys can like kind of just you know reflect on within yourself and try to you know grow and make changes from that so you don't get stuck in that cycle no one wants to be stuck in that imposter cycle it's not it's not cool right so mm-hmm. and we also just want you to remind you that um our dms are open don't hesitate to ask us questions like we're good we're here and just remember like all the questions that you ask us will be anonymous on the show and we'll try to answer your question to the best of our abilities. That's all I can say on that. Yes, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. Find us on Instagram at the Brave Girls Podcast and stay tuned for next week's episode. But first, remember, it's time, time to, be to be brave. Thanks for listening to the Brave Girls Podcast, a product of Brave Global Organization.